Hello, New York Giants fans. Welcome to the 16th episode of the G-Men Journal podcast. I'm your host, Ben Vaccarelli, and today we're going to be doing um, a review of the Giants' Week 2 game uh, against the Bills. Um, We'll do that in the first half of the podcast. Then in the second half of the podcast, we're going to be doing... uh, We're just going to be talking about going further in-depth... of this game here and just talking about uh, what I saw uh, and where the Giants can improve here. So um, before we get to any of that, though, I'd like to thank our sponsor, um, our new sponsor for this episode, uh, Chris J. Vecarelli, Chris J. Vecarelli, uh, CPA. If you're a small business and you're looking for uh, an accountant to help do your taxes, uh, call Chris J. Vecarelli. We don't forget about the little guys. All right, so thank you to them. Uh, they're a new sponsor for this podcast. Uh, I really appreciate them coming on and helping sponsor uh, this podcast. So um, with that said, uh, I guess we'll go into the game review here. So the Giants played uh, at 1 o'clock on Sunday uh, at home against the Bills. Um so, uh, like I said, they played uh, at MetLife Stadium uh, against the Bills. So, they were playing in front, in front of the home crowd, and uh, they got the ball first. So, so like I just said, the Giants got the ball first. Then, uh, on the second play of the game, uh, Benny Fowler had an end around uh, that went for 20 yards. Um, then, Saquon had three straight terrific runs. Uh, I think it was... 10, then 15, uh, then finally the touchdown one um, for 27. So like I said, so uh, he had three straight good runs, uh, and the final one resulted in a touchdown there. So um, so the Giants went up uh, 7-0, a good start to the game. So then after that, the uh, Giants and Bills exchanged punts. then the Bills got the ball back and uh, marched down the field, uh, helped in large part uh, by a 26-yard play-action pass uh, where that, you know, just fooled the Giants' defense. Um, and that drive ended up um, resulting in a touchdown uh, by a running Josh Allen. So the Giants got the ball back, and they once again punted. There, so um, obviously not what you want to see there. Um, then the giant, then the Bills got the ball right back and marched right back down the field once again uh, for a touchdown, helped in large part uh, by a fifty-one yard pass to Cole Beasley. Um, so, I mean, he uh, Cole Beasley was just brought on this off season uh, for the Bills. Uh, he was a longtime Cowboy, so um, I'm sure many Giants fans uh, have memories, uh, and not too, uh, not too far off memories either of Cole Beasley uh, having good games against the Giants, and he certainly had a good game here on Sunday against the Giants. So uh, then the Giants got the ball back, uh, and they were moving the ball quite nicely. Uh, until uh, they were marching down the field, 
uh, until Eli had uh, a sack and an incompletion, um, and they were forced to take the field goal, uh, which... I mean, you would usually be fine with that this would, should they have made it, this would have put them in a decent situation, uh, 14-10, but, um, if you were listening closely, as I just said, um, they ended up missing, uh, the field goal, so the score remained 14-7 at that point. Um, so... The Bills uh, punted uh, when they got the ball back, um, and it went to the Giant, and uh, it was received by the Giants. T.J. Jones, who had a terrific, terrific sixty-yard uh, return, uh, return. Who, if uh, there was only one guy left, who could have made the play, uh, and he made the play. Otherwise, uh, T.J. Jones was gone. And that one was going to be taken to the house. Uh, just barely brought him down, really. He was kind of close to the uh, sideline there. So um, there was a combination of he kind of got tackled and kind of got pushed out of bounds at the same time. So that was that. Um, and so you think, oh, well, you know, they had this great return. You know, now they were uh, on the Bills half of the field. Uh, but then Eli was... What's seeming to be now the norm for Eli, and he threw a pick, so um, this was right before the half, so it wouldn't end up mattering as the Bills wouldn't be able really to do anything with it. Um, and so, but he still threw the pick, uh, regardless of whether the Bills were able to do anything with it or not. Um, so the then halftime hit and halftime score uh is 21 to 7 so the uh Giants go down uh into the locker room uh obviously looking at a big deficit um and looking at a lot of things that they have to work on and get better and hopefully improve in the second half so uh the so uh, the Bills got the ball, uh, to start the second half, um, and that drive ended up being, uh, a punt for the Bills, but, um, the Giants, once again, not being able to capitalize, uh, on punts, uh, they punted the ball right back, um, and then, what do you know, the Bills punted the ball right back to them, so, uh, I think at that point, that had ended, uh, the third quarter there, uh, a scoreless third quarter for that matter, uh, for both teams. Um, so the score remained 21-7, uh, headed into the fourth quarter. So the Giants, uh, with a shaky third quarter, definitely had some work to do here in the fourth quarter. So, um, after that, uh, the Giants had the ball, uh, as it just says, the Bills punted, and this time they were able to capitalize on a Bills punt um, as they marched down the field uh, and had an eventual touchdown to T.J. Jones with a little toe drag. Um, good pass from Eli Manning, uh, definitely one of the best passes uh, we saw of the day from him. Uh, and so then the... Um, so that ended up in an, an eventual touchdown. 
Uh, then they gave the ball back to the Bills, and what do you know, they went all the way down the field for a touchdown. Um, so, that, that was that, and, um, you were thinking, you know, maybe they can get a stop here, uh, and it will be 21-14, and they'll have a chance to go down, score a touchdown, but nope, the defense lets up, um, a touchdown. Uh, and it's 28-14. So, the Giants got the ball back uh, and had a run for no gain uh, with Saquon, then two straight incompletions uh, to bring up fourth down, and, you know, down two scores at that point with the fourth and ten, you just have to go for it there, uh, and they had yet another incompletion there. So... So they had that turnover on downs there. Um, they gave that ball back to the uh, to the Bills, um, and the Bills ended up punting. Uh, so the, and so then the Giants got the ball back. Had a nice little drive going. Picked up uh, one or two first downs there, um, and Eli did it again. He threw a pick um, and gave the ball. Back to the Bills. Um, I mean, it would have been a long shot there for the Giants, um, but you know, maybe if they had been able to go down and score and somehow uh, get that onside kick and give themselves a chance. Um, like I said, a long shot there to happen, but I mean, that just puts the game away there, and it did um, as the Bills ran down the clock uh, for a final score of 28-14. So. That will basically wrap up the first half of this podcast. Uh, In the second half of this podcast, I'll talk about um, just more analysis on the game. I kind of just went through what happened in the game in the first half. um, And I'll go uh, do an analysis part um, in the second half of the podcast. Um, So I think that will probably be the new uh, normal. Um, for me, as far as doing, um, like, as far as doing, uh, regular season game reviews, um, so, that's what you can be expecting, um, so, with that said, uh, I'll end the first half of the podcast there. Hey there, Giants fans, this is Jenny Veccarelli from the Closet Pack Rat. We specialize in helping you reclaim your space and making your space more functional. Come visit us at Instagram and on Facebook at The Closet Pack Rat, helping you reclaim your space. All right, so you are back listening to the second half um, of this episode six of the G-Men Journal uh, podcast. So this is the week two review uh, podcast. So... Uh, we'll get into it. So, um, obviously, if you were listening to the first half of the podcast, you heard me talk about what happened in the game. Um, and so, this will be uh, more analysis as to what happened in the game, uh, where, you know, in the first half, I kind of just stated what happened, went through the events. Uh, now, I'll try to analyze it and, you know, just bring to you as much information about the Giants as possible. So, uh, with that said, uh, we can get into it here. Um, 
so like I said, if you were listening to the first half of the podcast, you know the story. Uh, so the Giants lost uh, 28-14 to the Bills. Um, so I'm here to just to talk about, uh, just analyze this game here. So um, as far as analysis goes, I think, I think this is kind of similar to what I talked about in episode 15 last week. Um, I mean, just more mistakes by the defense. I think the defense has been the killer so far. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't, I try not to be, um, too, you know, too hard on the defense because I get that the Cowboys offense is a very solid offense. Um, so, I mean, I try not to come down too hard, um, on the Giants there, but I think, I mean, in the end, I mean, you show it again here. I mean, against a solid Bills offense, but nothing like the Cowboys. So, I mean, if you show me the same thing two weeks in a row, I mean, I can't do anything, but, um, look at that there and say that that's, I mean, that's what I have to analyze there. So, I mean, if you listen to episode uh, 15, you kind of know sort of what I'm going to talk about here. I mean, just fundamental mistakes by this defense here. Just miscommunications left and right. Um, guys left wide open. I mean, I, I try, like I said, I try not to come down too hard um, on that Giants defense last week because, just because of the simple fact that, I mean, the Cowboys do have a solid receiving core. Uh, Mari Cooper, uh, definitely good there. Um, and then, obviously, the I mean, it just puts in a little bit more work uh, with Zeke there. Um, so, a very good Cowboys offense there. But, I mean, I, I mean I'm not going to sit here and defend the Giants that this that that was a that the Cowboys had a good offense and that this Bills offense is good too with a running quarterback and I mean I'm just not going to do that I, that you just um it's just I think you have to, I mean you, you have to look at this game it's just the same thing right like there's just mistakes left and right by the by the defense. I mean, there are guys just left open all over the field, right? And I mean, and they're getting beat. I mean, I mean, they, the Bills do have some good wide receivers. John Brown has a lot of speed. Um, so I think, I think that's where, where things were opening up. But I think the reason for that was, I think that's poor game planning there. I mean, you kind of have to know as Pat Shermer, uh, or James Betcher there, the head coach and defensive coordinator that that this is going to happen. I mean, you have to look at all the possible things you can do here, and and try to solve them. I mean, they had. I mean, I think I think I mean just from watching the game, it seemed like they were trying to um, distract the defense with John Brown um, speed, and if they didn't, if the defense didn't react to that, then they would hit him. But if they did react, and then that would open up some other um, receivers, such as Cole Beasley, who was used a lot in the slot, um, as he was in Dallas. Um, but I think it's just, I mean, the secondary just really hasn't, 
I mean, I can't say lived up to expectations because, I, I mean, at least for myself, there weren't a ton of expectations for this giant secondary. I thought it was going to be improved, but, I mean, it's actually looking worse. I mean, it's a very young secondary um, besides guys like Alec Ogletree or, I mean, who's in the linebacker unit but still can drop back and play some uh, help out in the secondary and Antoine Bethea. Um, but... So you have there is a lot of young quarterback cornerbacks there. I mean, you have Janoris Jenkins, but everywhere else it's kind of it's kind of a mix of young guys that they just took and that they're trying to rebuild the secondary with. I mean, you have DeAndre Baker, who was their uh, who was a first round pick for them, and you also have Corey Ballantyne. Um, so, I mean, you just have guys like that who they took throughout the draft and just inserted them right in there. Um, so, I, I think that's tough to do. Um, so, I, you can't really expect them to perform all that well, but, I mean, if you're going to take them and believe that you can put them in there, um, you I mean, they have to perform better than that. Um, I think that's the simplest way to put it. Um, I mean, some of it's on the defensive line, too. Um, uh, I'll give the secondary that, um, they're not getting a ton of pressure either. So there are some plays, some not, I'm not saying on every play, this is the case, but there are some plays here's and there, um, in which, uh, in which the defensive line, um, can't get quite enough pressure. Um, and the secondary has to cover for a while and you just, I, I, you, it's impossible to cover for, um, for, for forever. Um, you're just going to get beat eventually. Um, so there is that, but all in all, I think this has got to be, uh, these games here so far have got to be on the defense, um, namely the secondary, um, and part of the defensive line. Uh, so enough about the defense. Um, the offense hasn't been great so far either. I mean, Saquon's continued to look good. However, I mean, his by-quarter stats um, really are concerning. Um, I mean, he had a great first, uh, first quarter where he had 61 yards, but then he had, um, but then he had way less. And he had eight in the second and some, and like seven in the third and like 15 or so. Um, in the fourth, so, I mean, there is, so, I think that's part of it, too, but I think it's, so, maybe it is that he couldn't get going, but you can't just, you can't sit there and say, well, oh, the offense was bad because Saquon couldn't, couldn't get going, I mean, Eli wasn't terrific either, um, I mean, it's, I think it's just making the case clearer and clearer for Daniel Jones, I mean, at this point, I don't know. I really don't know what to say as to when Daniel Jones is coming in because, I mean, it's just. I don't think anybody can predict at this point because the Giants just seem so tied to Eli that, um, that it's just. You can't. I think they're just so tied to Eli that even if they. He's not doing great. I I don't know that there's enough evidence there to put Daniel Jones in because I think 
I think the problem is once you put Daniel Jones in, I think that there's no turning back. I think by putting Daniel Jones in, you say, all right, we don't trust Eli anymore. He's our guy. Bam, end of story. Uh, Eli's career ends. Um, and that's that. So I think I think it's tough for them to do that, but I think that's the message that it sends if you if you um, are putting Daniel Jones in. Um, there is one huge positive um, on the, or actually two po- huge positives on the offense that I would like to touch on here. Number one is this. The offensive line has looked um, very, very good um, so far this season. I know it's only two games um, so far, but, I mean, it's just, they really have looked a whole heck of a lot better than they did last year and in years before when they really didn't have a good uh, offensive line. I think they did a solid job rebuilding that offensive line there. So um, there's that. And then the other thing is TJ Jones, who I touched on, who had a 60-yard return as well as a touchdown. Um, So I think he's a very versatile guy. I like him. He had a terrific preseason that I didn't really get to talk about enough um, I think he he had one of the most underrated preseasons. Um, I think a lot of the hype was around Daniel Jones, um, and part of that's on me for not pointing that out. But I mean, he had a terrific, terrific preseason, arguably their best receiver during the preseason. So there's that. Uh, he had a great game offensively, as well as that 60-yard punt return was very impressive. So uh, those are the two positives that I wanted to touch on there before we wrap up this podcast. So, uh, with those done, um, I think that we'll just about wrap up this podcast here, uh, the review of the Week 2 game. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. Uh, I'll be back next week uh, with a Week 3 review uh, when they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, uh, I hope to, uh, to talk to you then, and bye for now. See ya.